Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition and the very first edition of Meaningful Monday in 2015. I am grateful to be here and I am glad to be here. Um, I have so much to share with you and uh, so much of has to do with the last two weeks. Uh, I got to see the video where I said to myself, Lee, if you're watching this, congratulations, you made it through another year. I learned so much from that. I'm going to start sharing that with you next week, if I may. What I want to talk about right now is what I, the annoying things I learned from my mother. My mother passed away yesterday at 1.30 in the morning. And uh, as I pondered her life, I made a list of all of the annoying things that my mother uh, put me through. And uh, may I share with you some of those annoying things? She, um, I made a list, so I'm going to look at it. I won't give you all of them, but behind every single one is a story. Um, and someday I hope to share some of those stories with you. But she always made me pray. I had to pray in the morning when I woke up, pray at night when I went to bed, pray over every meal. When we get in the car to go on a trip, she's going to say, who's going to say the prayer for the trip? She taught me how to pray. But she not only taught me to pray, she taught me how to pray. She also told me that when I pray, don't be just asking for things. Start with gratitude and then ask how he can help you solve things. Don't delegate to God. Don't have him take care of things for you. Don't push it off, but ask how you can solve, how you can learn, how you can grow, how you can be better. It's been extremely meaningful for me. Uh, she annoyed me with things like um, say please and thank you and you're welcome. She annoyed me by saying, you always must be polite. She annoyed me by learning how to respect my elders. We had the, the daughter who I called a D-O-D-D-E-R, was Mrs. Gates, Mr. and Mrs. Gates across the street. We had the Hubbards next door to us. And um, we're grateful for them and how I learned how to become respectful and to honor those that were, were elder, that were older than me. She um, taught me to look both ways, to have caution. She said, look both ways before you cross the street. And she used that to talk to me about any time I had to make a decision. Have you looked both ways? Um, face your fears and your fears will go away. She taught me to hold my sweetheart's hand every time we have prayer or involved in prayer in any way whatsoever. And that's been something that has created a bond and a tradition between Lori and I that's extremely meaningful. She taught me to be forgiving by her own example. She was amazingly a forgiving person. She, she radiated love. She taught me to protect the underdog. She taught me to protect, protect the undeserving. She taught me to protect and defend the truth. I watched my grandfather do this and um, I watched her do it and I, I've seen myself do it. And very hard to do, very annoying that she would do that. It's much easier to just be quiet rather than to speak for what you know is right. Um, she taught me about being self-reliant. She was very annoying. She wouldn't cook my breakfast for me many times when I was in kindergarten. I had to make my own oatmeal, cook it myself. Very annoying. She annoyed me by having me read the scriptures. Sometimes that was so boring, but she developed a pattern in me by being annoying that scriptures became part of something that I did every day. She was very annoying by telling me not to judge. I wanted to judge, not to hold grudges. I wanted to hold grudges. In fact, I did for a long time, and sometimes it's taken me a long time to learn why she was so annoying. She taught me to be clean, to clean myself, to clean behind my ears, to brush my teeth, and to make sure I didn't leave the house with dirty underwear. I might be in a car accident. What happens if I'm in a car accident and they find me with dirty underwear? I had a phobia because of a result of that. Um, she taught me to smile first, to lead with a smile. 
to be kind. You know, she always thought of others first. And how annoying, can you imagine how annoying it would be to walk up to your house and seeing two or three hobos sitting on your front porch? Which was a common occurrence because they knew they could always get a hot meal. We had railroad tracks near our home and they would stop and come up to knock on her door and she would serve them a hot meal. Might have been just scrambled eggs, but they got a hot meal. She was very, very kind. Thought of her others much before she thought of herself. She taught me to lead. She said, don't be a follower, be a leader. Make your mind up, choose the right, and then lead. And, be in, and, and don't waver in that. As a result of that, I am a better person. You know, you think about these annoyances, and without these annoyances, who would I be? Who would I be without the annoyances? I have learned to read better, read the scriptures better, to understand them. I serve more, I defend more, I pray more, I read more, I forgive more, I lead more, I hug more. She was known as the, she gave great hugs, amazing hugs, and she eventually became known as the kissing, uh, the kiss, kissing Grammy, give Grammy kisses all around the neck. And um, I, I know that I've learned to hug better. I'm continuing to learn how to hug better. I haven't really accepted the role of becoming a kisser yet. I'm not sure if I'm old enough to get away with that. But anyway, she, she, if you knew her, if you told her you knew me, you'd be getting Grammy kisses. Um, I'm a kinder person. I'm more honest. I don't know if you can be more honest, but I'm honest because of the lessons, the annoying lessons that I learned. I work harder. I love more. I solve more. I prioritize. I thank more. I judge less. I create more and I criticize less. I'm so grateful for her. One final lesson that I learned from her is to turn your lights on. One morning I was walking through the house and I heard a blood curdling scream. I ran down there, she came out of the room, not terrified, not in pain, but she actually came out of the room radiating positivity. I said, mom, what's going on? She said, son, sit down. She says, life isn't always fair. And we may not always be prepared and equipped to take on the things. We may feel overwhelmed when things go wrong, when illnesses happen to those that we love or to ourselves or bad circumstances happen, or we're just afraid. We have to meet a challenge. Maybe it's just, for many of us, it's just speaking. I still get afraid when I have to speak in front of public, or I'm getting ready to make a, a, a real presentation or something critical is happening that's got me nervous, annoyed, or worried. She says, I would go in and lay on the floor, on a hard floor, turn off the lights, and let those worries seep into the ground. And then I would envision the positive outcomes, how I would feel, the positive outcomes of those around me and where it would be, the abundance of that. And I would move from scarcity to abundance. I would leave the worries on the floor and I'd reach up to the light of the abundance and turn my lights on. So that's what she called turning her lights on. And then she would conclude it by a blood curdling scream that would just let it out and park it behind so that she could move forward. Now, I've adopted that. I, I have a process I call turn my lights on. I do it all the time. And, uh, and you know, whenever things are overwhelming, uh, maybe it's our form of uh, uh, a meditation on steroids, or mini meditations, but we lay on the ground, I lay on the ground and I go through this process. It's been extremely helpful. That's a hint from my mother. Try it sometimes. You don't have to do the blood curdling scream, but just try that. Just take a second to breathe, take deep breaths, relax, and enjoy it. Isn't it interesting how somebody's annoyances at some time, over time, actually become what we embrace? You know, in life, we eschew or we, we, you know, we push off some of those things when we first hear them. And then at some point in time, we start to tolerate them. And then here I am in my life now embracing all of those annoyances that my mom 
that my mom created for me. I'm so grateful for my mother. I am grateful for her. I know that she's up in heaven someplace with her father and her mother, her brother, her sisters, and her other loved ones. And she's probably giving them Grammy kisses. And she's probably creating chaos up there. But she is, if I could describe the perfect mother, she is all of the good of Mother Teresa and all of the good of Lucille Ball, wrapped up in one package. Thank you for allowing me to share this moment. And uh, I am so much. I am like John Wooden says, I am not, I'm not what I ought to be. I'm not what I want to be. I'm not what I'm going to be. But thank goodness, I am better than I used to be. And thank you, Mom, because of you. I have taken your annoyances and I am better because of you. Everyone, thank you for joining me on this Meaningful Monday. I commit to you that over the next year, we will be focused on how to design the perfect year. And we will focus on how to become and design ourselves into becoming better leaders. I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a meaningful week. Bye-bye.